everybody. Steve Beecham here with a Beach Talk, and I've gathered three of the sexiest, smartest, richest, coolest women that I know in Alpharetta, Georgia, to come talk to me tonight. We want to explore about what does it take to be successful in your community if you're if you're a female and you're in your own business. And so I asked them to come talk to me tonight. So I've got uh, Donna Murphy with me. I've got Heather with me, and I've got Lisa with me. And they're going to all tell you a little bit about their business and what they do. So we're going to start off with Donna first. So Donna, tell us a little bit about what you do and how long you've been doing it. Well, I'm in residential real estate. Um, I'm from Alpharetta, so this is my hometown. Um, how did I, did you ask me how? I, well, how, did you, how did you get in the real estate business? Well, I, straight out of college, I was in IT sales. Then I was home for a while and then trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Went back to UGA, took a class, decided IT wasn't for me and took my real estate test and here I am. And you've been doing it how long? Over 10 years. I got in as everybody was getting out and um, it's a tough business, but it's very rewarding. So you've had a good run, right? I've had a great run. I love what I do. So Heather, tell us a little bit about what you do. I own and operate Anchor Marketing. We do branded products, corporate apparel, printing, <coughs> fulfillment, warehousing, anything with a logo on it. That's like what I like to say. And what were you doing before? I've been in this industry for a very, very <laughs> long time. But um, started off in printing and started Anchor Marketing in 2005. And I've just been steady, steadfast in Alpharetta, just growing like crazy. Busier than ever. All right, Lisa. I, um, I'm an attorney. I handle real estate and estate planning matters. I've been doing this for 27 years. It's really the only career I've ever had and I've only worked in Alpharetta since I graduated from law school. So. All right, so Donna, tell me a little bit about um, what's good about your industry right now and what's bad about your industry. Wow, I thought the question was, is it good or bad? Well, <laughs> which, whichever way you want to do it. Right, you're changing the question on What I did, but tell me a little bit. Check your notes. What's good? You know, I mean, I've got right notes now. here that I'm going by. Right now, real estate's good, right? It's great. It's, um, we just finished one of the best years we've ever had. Um, probably the best since the recession of 08. And what's bad about it? What are the things that bother you about it? Gosh, um... Low, the inventory is so low. People are out there looking, depending on the area that you want to buy in, like Alfreda. Right. Mm -hmm, the inventory is very So that, that, that kind of is disappointing because you got people that want to buy and you can't help them out. So. It's good and bad. It's great for sellers. It's a seller's right. market. They're getting top dollar for their properties. But at the same time, you know, people that are looking, there's just not a lot, lot to choose from. So Heather, what's happening in your world? It's, what's good? It's super busy. Um, but why? It's people have. I thought businesses were going bad, and people have marketing budgets carried over from 2020. They weren't able to use because nobody was working in the office. Okay. So they're coming in. They got extra money. Coming in 21, and they need to figure out how to thank their employees for sticking with them during this last nine months, and then they're trying to. Uh, prospect by sending their clients things and so our fulfillment business warehousing business 
inventory is awesome. Like so, we. But is every company that way? I mean, are there companies that aren't buying stuff because their business is terrible? Yeah, there there are people that are, that are just on a freeze, 100% on a freeze, depending okay. on what industry they're in. But if they have a sales force and they have clients nationally that they just want to touch and be in touch with, then we're busy with that. So are you finding that they're spending more money now on your type of marketing versus what they did before because they, they can't go face to face? Yes. And I'll say why, because there's no, there's no trade shows. No one's traveling. All of our, all of our spring and fall travel, big conferences aren't happening. So all of that money, think of all that travel money, it's mm -hmm. all being put into gifts. And so we're just gift packing and shipping. So that's, you asked me what the, what's bad that's about it? Yeah, what's bad. Okay, what's bad about it? The gift packing. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, you, mean you, you have inventory. it no more, well, right? well, no, the inventory is is tough. A lot of our things come from China and it's hard to get inventory. So. Getting your products fulfilled. Mm. It's been, it's been yeah. tough. Um, and then the carriers, UPS, FedEx, it's a nightmare. So, and unfortunately I can't guarantee like I used to be able to, but people understand. Cool. All right, Lisa, what's happening in real estate? It's busy as can be. It's, um, you know, I say, I say it's busy as can be because everyone was refinancing in 2020 and buying and selling new properties. But like Donna said, there's not a lot of inventory. So there's not a ton of buying and selling going on because people are waiting for that perfect house or that, that one that they can, they can get because there could be like five or eight people bidding on the same property. So, so I want to know, how did you... How, how with COVID, what did you do to make your business better during COVID? What change did you make that you think helped you stay the same or accelerate your business? In other words, you didn't go backwards. There's COVID. We got a problem. You had to pivot somehow, right? So can you think about either one of you? What is there something you did differently to keep the keep it going or to accelerate your business? You know, for me it was really just figuring out how to pivot on a dime. Like today's a new rule. What do we have to do to adjust to this new rule? And I look at this as like 2020 was really just like scrambling and just mm -hmm. trying to keep going and get to the end. And now 2021, I want to be more focused and deliberate on business and taking care of your customer. So what did you do differently this year than you did last year because of COVID? So, and last year we were just trying to get it done. Things were in the pipeline and then we're shut down and we're like, shoot, what the heck do we do? Oh, look, we, well, Donna and I, we were trying to contact the state capitol to get um, Zoom closings done <laughs> and um, Zoom the notaries. Rotary, the, the, rotary. <laughs> the um, notary. Yeah, e-notary. Yeah. E we're like, who do we call? You know, how do we get this done? And we were, we were trying to get it done you know, second week of March, trying to figure out what we could do to stay in business. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a scramble. Every day was a scramble of some sort. So what would you do, Deborah? Oh, I came, became the queen of hand sanitizer and face masks. And you, did you, you, so you took that COVID moment and said, I'm going to go promote it. Thousands and thousands and thousands of hand sanitizer and face masks. Literally. So cool. That was literally all anybody wanted. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, all the, all of that, um, health related, you know, things that touch poles and whatnot. Right. And some of them were, you know, give and go, but, um, that's where I, I survived solely on that. So you took the opportunity and ran with it. Well, it came to me, but yes, yeah. the answer is yes. And I, I think I leaned on social media a lot more. I had hired a, um, a company to, to run that for me. And I think mm -hmm. that 
we did a really good job together targeting that unknown of what it, we need to be doing right now to be safe. And so I just, we just rode that the whole way. So Donna, what, what happened? I mean, people were scared to let people in their houses to show them and mask and remember all that. But so how did you take this COVID moment and make it, make it your friend? Well, our friend was Governor Kemp, who declared real estate an essential business. Oh. And for the state of Georgia, that was huge. For our economy, that was huge. Not every state did that. So we had to adhere to strict CDC guidelines, but we were open for business, and that made all the difference. I think that's why we were able to do as well as we did. But also, I mean, when we talk about COVID, <clears throat> People were sheltered in place for a long period yeah. of time. So they're like, hmm, maybe this house is too big, or maybe this house is too small, or, or I hate my bathroom. Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got to remodel. Right? Yeah. We don't want to remodel, we yeah. want to move. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like neighbor. <laughs> I, I'd re move if I hated my bathroom that bad. But so, so you know, all of a sudden, These they redefined the use of their space. And I need uh, an office. I need. I may need two offices because we're both working from home. I can't go out and socialize like I used to. So, the uh, outdoor recreation space became, uh, you know, something that they were looking for. I mean, it, it really changed our business a lot. So, did any of y'all accelerate your online business during that time? Has that been any piece of? What's happened for you? No. Mm -hmm. So your your businesses, in your opinion, then that kind of goes to the sex thing. What what do you think drives your business? What do you think is the reason why your businesses are doing well? Either, anybody? We're people. People. Yeah. We we, we like people, and we focus on on just being kind and nice to the folks in our lives. Yeah. Personal service is key. I can't tell you how many people call me and say, oh, I just made the biggest mistake. I ordered online. It was, I, it never came, but it came in wrong. I had no recourse. No one's answering my phone call. I need somebody I can go and see who I can trust and who I know, who, who has friends that I have friends with and who do business with you. That's a, that's a done deal for people. They want personal service. So taking care of your customer. So is your, does your customer become family? How would you? It how depends would you? on the oh, customer. That's a big <laughs> These two, are, you are. These two are not everybody, but I mean, they do. They I mean, do. Yeah. Yeah. That's human yeah, nature. I think the isn't reason it? we're yeah. so successful is because we focus on our clients. But what does that mean? But what does that mean? Focus on your clients. I get to know my clients from a closing. Let's say the real estate agent sends the people to me, or the purchaser decides to use me for a closing. I become friends with the seller too, and the seller's agent, so that they become business as well. Like I just make it a personal, um, a personal meeting, a personal gathering for everybody, not just the people who brought me the business in the first place. Is that kind of like people are coming into your house for dinner? They're sitting around the table, kind of thing. I mean, how do you think about that? Because not everybody really wants to meet the other party per se, right? You know, you've got your customers. Well, with COVID, we do kind of keep everybody separate in, in my line of work. But um, but I just try and like talk about something where there's commonality. And then I really get to know the person and I get to know about their family. And 
and I just try and remember um, little tidbits about them that they've told me, and then that's important in the future. Next time you see them, oh, how, how's your mom? Is she doing okay? You know. That's, Do you think that's who you are? It's natural, exactly. It's who you are. Yeah. Well, I also think yeah. it's um, a progression of your business. When you're you're less concerned about making the dollar because you have to pay the rent, you're more concerned. Like you're, when your focus is not on the money and it's more on a relationship and the process and the enjoyment of doing your job, that comes later in in business. I feel like. I mean, at least we're all sort of in the same. Yeah. It's not about making of our sale, business. it's about building the I mean, I remember starting out, yes. and I'm like hustling yes. like every business card and pen order I can find just to trick. I mean, turning tricks. <laughs> and then you get to what? where... You're turning tricks? Not exactly. In that sense. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, wow. and then you get to where you're not relying on the dollar so much, and it's more about how is it really working for you? And you start to care more about the result and then the, and helping more, like that's my word of the year, helping. I mean, you just start stop worrying about the dollar and start worrying about the, so, the impact. I think what we're saying is we're 100% referral. Yeah, 100%. We base our business mm -hmm. on the service we provide to our clients and they tell <coughs> their friends and they tell their family and that's. Okay, but it didn't start, but it didn't start out that way, right? Yeah. Okay, so you've got, go ahead. I think it, well, for me, it did start out that way, right? I have this vision that you can grow your business like an inverted pyramid. If you have two clients one year, the next year you can have four clients, and then you have 16 clients, and then 64 clients, because the more people you do business with, the more referrals you can get going on. And, and so you just really have to know one person. If you do well, a good job. Well, if you job. do a good job. Oh, yeah. yeah. True. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do a good job, number yeah. one. Then they have to like you. If they yeah. like you, that's why they're coming back because the next guy can do a good job, mm -hmm. too. But I think you have to do a good job, and that's just that's just like like I used to say, yeah. there's really no such thing as good customer service. If that's what you're riding your you know horse on, good customer service, you're out of business because it's not about that. Right. <laughs> you got to care a little bit more, right? Yeah. So. I mean, you're really only as good as the service you provide. So if you were starting out and you had to do it all over again and you were you know, starting your business in Alpharetta or let's say my daughter wants to start a business in Alpharetta and I ask you to coach her, what are some of the things you would tell her that she needs to do? I, mean, I guess what I'm saying, there's a lot of people out there that have businesses that are women and, they, and you have some negativity that you tell yourself, oh, they don't know who I am, or I'm not good enough at what I do, or my price is too high, or I've got kids and I can't get out. And they have all these reasons why they're not successful, right? So I'm trying to figure out how do we, how do we let them know, hey, here's some things that you need to do. Here's what I did. Here's how I worked through that process. Here's how I made it happen. Okay, I would join a chamber or a, some sort of local networking group. I would get on an advisory board for a school. Okay. There's because there's so many levels and angles of business and relationships that come from the school areas, um, you know, because the parents are all working people or half are working people and half are home people. You get sort of all angles, and then I would I would choose a charity that you can you can volunteer devote time. volunteer mm -hmm. time and or money and your family and your business can donate time or money to a particular charity. Then you can sort of get known. You adopt that as a as a family or do a rotary type thing, um, mm -hmm. which is a I lot of evidence. I mean, for me, um, I mean, 
it's not whether you're male or female. It's the job that we do, and we do it the best that, I mean, to the best of our ability. I mean, learn, for me, for a mentor, learn your trade, educate yourself, stay updated, stay focused, and it doesn't matter, I mean, whether you're an attorney or in marketing or a real estate agent, it's we are the best at what we do. So how, how does that play into your ability to sell having product knowledge? How important is that? So if you, if, if, if some people just get a job and they start selling, right? Or they they start a business and they start selling. And some people really feel like, well, I can't really get out and sell because I don't know enough about the product yet, right? So the, from your standpoint, how important is it to as soon and as early as you can to be as really knowledgeable about your product as you can? Is that is that key, or do you just go out and sell? It's essential. Your clients will know if you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you have to use all but your downtime to fit, to know what you're doing. First of all, I think you have to be passionate about what you're trying to sell before mm. you take that job. So is passion more important than knowledge? 100%. No. I, I don't. Oh, I totally think so. Oh, maybe depending well, on the Because I, I mean, I, <laughs> I can get real passionate about something. Just give me anything. I'll be passionate about it, and I can sell it to you. Okay. I don't need to know that much. Yeah. So yeah. product knowledge. In my business, if I don't know it, and well, I'm you guys are a little yeah, You guys have problem. more rules. Okay. Than, well, well, you have yeah. legal. You have legal <laughs> implications. I, I'm in like, I'm not. Oh, sign like, this. Delivering babies. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. I mean, rocket science. It's not rocket science. No. So you're like, I'm just a salesperson. Give it to me, and I'll learn it later. And I'll go out and start. I, I can be passionate mm-hmm. if I'm passionate about it. It's sold. So if you believe in the product, hundred percent. I mean, it's very important that we know what we're doing because this. I mean, for us, this I'm can not be the I biggest. Don't think you should know what you're. No, but let's talk about that because I think that's a big hold up for somebody. So well, for a lot of people to buy. Well, a- let me give you an example. So I go and I get my license to cut hair. Let's say I'm a hairdresser, and I've got to open up my own shop. Do I need to cut a bunch of hair before I go out and start marketing myself? Or do I need to start marketing and kind of learn how to cut hair while I'm kind of cutting hair? Good at it. Well, Because you won't have any confidence. You have to have confidence and passion. Confidence and passion. Absolutely. And knowledge. And knowledge. Well, and knowledge. You have to be good at it. (laughs) Yeah. Lisa definitely (laughs) needs to know what she's talking about. I'm just trying to think, you know, think of like when I talk to other people on the phone and I know they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. But they're selling it. Yeah. 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 It it, it just depends on your field. It's a big deal. It really is. I think, well, that's the biggest investment of their life for most people. So that's a big deal. I'm selling trinkets and treasures. (laughs) But, but not, but, all right, I go get, I go get my real estate license and I haven't had a lot of transactions. Do I wait till I have transaction to market or do I go market to get transactions? Do you see what I'm saying? Which, which, what's important? Join a team and learn. So you say go get transactions and get product knowledge and then go sell. Find a good mentor. And Work let, under shadow, some, the shadow somebody. Continuing education. I mean, learn. Just absorb as much as you can. You can learn as really much as you want. If you don't love it and you don't believe in it, you're not going to be able to sell it. You're you're right. I mm-hmm. agree with you. Do, do y'all have mentors? I had a mentor. Well, I had a mentor. I worked with John Rollator for 17 years. Oh, yeah. He taught me everything I knew about real estate, and his dad, Pete, told me everything I know about estate planning. Um, they taught me, 
And, and I think they taught me also how to be a people person, mm-hmm. how to like get into the community and really um, just get to know my surroundings. When I first moved here in 93, I was a foreigner. <laughs> It was different in Alpharetta, and I was a damn Yankee. And I had to, like, get to know my community. Mm -hmm. And they really, they took me in as family and taught me the business. And so I do think it's it's very important to have a good mentor. So if you had a a legal issue that you weren't sure what to do, do you have somebody out there that you would call? For sure. I have different people for different issues that I call. Yeah, because because I've been solo for so long, you... um, you know, you you know like ninety nine percent of what's going on, but sometimes you second guess yourself. Right. Oh, so you yeah. got to call somebody mm-hmm. and say, you know, phone a friend. Yeah. Hey, this is what I was thinking of doing. Does that yeah. sound right to you? You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, good. Because that's what I did and already. Okay, I just wanted right? to make sure. Yeah. And that's okay. Oh, for sure. We yeah. all we all rely on each other. Okay. For, yeah. So, uh, do you have a mentor? Not one particularly. Do you have somebody in the community that you would go to for advice or look Absolutely. up to? Yeah. Absolutely. I and have I have peers that I've had for. Years, different ones? Years, yes. For different things? Yes, and, and people I can rely on if I had a question or a problem. And like I just called, I mean, I know an expert in every field. Right. Oh, 100%. I'm with three of them right here. So, right. I mean, I, I, if I had a question, I would know exactly who to call. And, and actually, Rotary has helped me a lot with that. So that was good, being in Rotary? 100%. Yeah. How about you, Don? You have mentors? Wow, that's a tough question. I, I would say I don't necessarily have a mentor. I had a business partner from day one and so I guess we mentored each other and we grew up together in the business. She's no longer in the business so um, I'm a solo act with uh, an assistant and a social media gal and we're trying to figure it out but I mean today I reached out to the president and CEO of Atlanta Fine Homes and David Bomek and said hey I'm getting ready to do this crazy video podcast with Steve Beecham and can you help me out? Here's one of my questions. How's the market? Give me some statistics. And he was he was right on it. He called me back. So what did he tell me back? I got all kinds of well, good things for you. Let me hear. Um well, let's see. I mean we were pretty spot on. We were in line with, you know, low what's going on in the market. Um, low inventory. Uh, historically low interest rates, uh, COVID, and how that has changed how we define our home mm-hmm. and how important home is now. Mm-hmm. So that was all, you know, we were on the same page. And, but I wanted to know things like property values. How much has the has a home in North Atlanta increased over the past year? How much? Well, he, according to um, David Bomeg, 7 to 8% in the last year. One year, that's big. Yeah, that I mean, and that that's been consistent. So I mean, he's just really, really good at. So he's somebody you can tap into for information. That's sort of a mentor. So let's let's go the other way with it. Is there anybody you are mentoring? So oh. I just hired a new associate, oh. and she's been working with me as an associate for I think two weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm so excited because she just graduated from law school and she's, you know, 25 years old like I was when I first started. And I'm so excited to, like, teach her. 
you know, um, awesome. I'm ready for that. I'm ready yeah. to You're devote ready the to time and do that. On. I just awesome. hired an assistant. She starts on Monday, and I'm so excited mm -hmm. to teach her. Because there's, listen, I have made every mistake there is to possibly make. So I'm excited to like teach her how to, you know, maneuver it. It's not an easy business I do. I mean, people laugh about it because it's not rocket science, none like of they a, say. None of the but it's, um, easy. no, it's, I mean, their margin for error is huge. And yeah. so you can make a mistake in a, in a millisecond. So yeah. I'm excited to teach somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I love that. Really? That's the torch, yeah. It's your first one that you really kind of mentored? That really wants to learn and grow in the business and 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 develop. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. Now you got somebody you mentor? Absolutely. Oh, well, I hired an assistant about 18 months ago, so I'm mentoring her. Uh, a new agent in our office. I've been mentoring her this year, which has been interesting with COVID. But um, and a social media person, which I don't think I'm really mentoring her in the business. But um, yeah. And I think it's just really time to to do that. I do too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we've got a time to give back. Yeah, yeah. Well, time time to just share. I mean, all this. Yeah, and knowledge. get some help and I mean, passion. We've been doing this a long time, and we we well, know what we we own it, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what we're talking about. Yeah, and exactly. we're ready to pass it on. So you haven't gotten to the question I want. Which one? The, <laughs> are you following your script, Heather? The, is being female good or bad? Yeah. Lisa? Oh. Yeah, is oh. it? Well, let's hear right, your answer. Is being female good or bad? I think it's amazing. I have no regrets about being a female. You don't feel like in business that that, that hurts you? I have never felt threatened, entitled, unappreciated, unworthy. I've never felt like I have had to claw and scrape against another man for a job. Absolutely not. I would actually prefer all of them to go before me and then let me go in and present whatever I need to present. I never, ever, have she's ever. She's just that good at what she does. I've just never had a problem being, I never thought that was a hindrance or any, and I also never used it as an advantage either. I mean, I just never considered it. Hmm. I never walked in and said, well, I'm a woman, I'm gonna wear high heels and get this job. I never, ever did I ever think that. I wish we didn't. Have I still to, don't. I wish we didn't even have that question, honestly. Well, he wanted well, but there are people that are that feel like that they they don't get a fair shake because of their sex or color or race or national origin or right right. People, some people uh, are intimidated. I'm going to. I, I looked I at that question are. completely different. I, for me, first of all, when you go to law school, the classes are fifty fifty. When you're ten years out of law school, there's not a whole lot of female attorneys left. Mm -hmm. They just have kids and stay home. Okay, sure. okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so it's fun. And then in commercial real estate, there's there's only so many, and you all kind of know each other. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, sometimes being a female in the industry is hard because there's there's just it's just hard. Sometimes I think it's much better now. Mm -hmm. But honestly, when, when I was like a 10-year-out attorney and dealing with um, a whole range of 50-year-old yeah. men. I imagine that. And I, and I didn't know everything. Like, mm -hmm. okay, now I know everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. It was really hard. Yeah. And I'll tell you another thing. I'm, I'm a girl. I get very emotional. I get yeah. very emotional if you're trying to screw my yeah. client. And yeah. I we might call that passion, right? I, well, I get it. I 
that's a good way to look at it because I Care. get very yeah. passionate mm -hmm. when something bad is happening to a client of mine mm -hmm. and and I can't control it the way I want to control it. And I become a mama bear. Yeah, and and I always like a dude's not going to look at it the same way as I do. They're going to be like, "All right, now I'm going well, home." Well, there, <laughs> well, there. I think you have an advantage for sure. Yeah, you have an advantage yeah. to your clients 100 percent because even if you don't realize it, it's showing that you care. I mean, you're not trying to be a tough guy. You know? No, but yeah, it's just yeah. I wish I had no emotion or no feelings sometimes. It's just we can't no, really. You don't yeah. think that's a strength? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I. It can be. It's good and bad. All right. So, I think it was you, Heather, that said we need to have a word this year that starts with the, the first letter of her name. All right. Tell us about it. Well, I I picked helpful because I just need to be more helpful. I think around the house. Okay. <laughs> what did you pick? Did we find yours yet, Donna? Well, okay. I didn't go by that rule. Of, of, wait, What's your say, word for the year? What'd you say? Determined, disciplined. Well, so it? I usually pick a word every year, but it doesn't start with my the first letter. Letter. <laughs> whatever you want. So no my rules. word was intentional, because I really want to be a lot more intentional about the things that I do this year. I've been. I have to admit, over the past few years, I'm just you know, I say yes to too many things, and I really need to be more intentional and focused. So do you think? Other people have that same problem in business. They say yes to too many things. I think it depends on your personality. I am just like, I mean, at my age, I'm just, I'm ready to just make a difference. And there's not much that you can ask me. Well, I shouldn't say that. I won't say that. I say yes to a lot of things because I just, I think it's important. I mean, one of the things we have in common is that we are involved in our community. And I heard... A few years ago, I went to the Four Pillars Award, and the CEO of Georgia Power was getting the, the Four Pillars Award that year. Kind of, his name escapes me at the moment, which is terrible. But he said, if you see something that breaks your heart, stand up and do something about it. And be a citizen where you live. And that just, just really... Mm -hmm. Hit, you know, pierced my heart and said that I, I, I've got to do this. I need to give back to my community. I mean, I grew up here, so, you know, it gave so much to me, and I'm just ready to give back. What's the number one thing from a marketing standpoint that you can't not do? What's, I mean, what do you do from a marketing, what, something, yeah, there's just some, there's some, like for me, it's my newsletter. I've been doing my newsletter for 15 or 20 years. That newsletter gets me four or five deals a month. There's no way I'm not doing that newsletter. Okay, so is there something that you do that you feel like is the cornerstone of your marketing? Well, I guess social media, for one. Mm -hmm. I mean, I hired a social media person because I think it's important that I we have too. a presence, especially during COVID. I mean that was that was really important. Okay. A monthly con. I mean, you have to stay in touch with your clients <clears throat> consistently. How do you do that? Um, well, our company provides a lot of that. Uh, we can set people up on market updates. Send them newsletters. I don't, you mean like in the mail newsletters? Yeah, or or email blogs or, or yes. whatever. Yeah, we you have an e-blast that the company provides that we can send tweak thank a little. you cards. That should be on my. Improvement. What do you do when you have a new listing? How do you promote that? Um, send out a postcard. 
to the people around the listing. Mm -hmm. And uh, e-blast it out to folks, letting them know that we have. How do you add to your database? My assistant does that. But I mean, how, where do they get the where do they get the names for the database? A database like. If you want to increase your newsletter, who you're e emailing your newsletter to, how do you how do you put names in there to increase it? Well, I, I mean, if there are current or previous client i mean we and we categorize it i mean there's an a list and do y'all do the same thing no no i, I should um like do you get yeah. do you get um <laughs> where do you get your where do you get your prospect list like your prospect names to, to what do you do have you send out a newsletter right um, or what do you do? you got a new product you want to promote people think you're in I'm, I'm in marketing but i'm in branding so i'm in all hard good deliverables i don't do market research or any kind of this social media study um as I probably should know more about it and do more about it, but I, I don't, I don't do enough. I wish I had a good answer. I feel like I did hire this this social media company. Um, I really just rely on my current clients. I feel like they're the best resource for qualified referrals. I mean, and so you I, get I a call, new product. Like I'll, well, I'll call on my biggest fans to help me promote what I'm working on. Does that make sense? So yeah. um, if I have champions in my circle, I'm gonna use them, uh, that's a bad word, but I'm gonna ask them to help Your me. Your raving fan. To, to help that, to spread that. I mean, my, my, my best clients and my friends. So this jam comes in and you say, this is really, I need to get I this out. You gonna, you gonna call them or email them or what are you gonna do? I'm gonna give them all a jar. You're going to go buy a jar and you're going to hand deliver it? I'm way generous. You're going to hand deliver it? <laughs> Thanks for the jam, Heather. No, I no, I seriously, I think that is one of my missions and purposes in life is being generous. And I know I, I probably would give them a jar and say, Like these peanuts you brought me in this beautiful bowl that she gave me tonight? And my anchor marketing. Yeah, that was a there nice you go. touch. Let's see. See, you're always. But do you don't have this one marketing thing that you do that you just can't not do? No. I, I think I her marketing that. is her con connection with the community and her involvement in the community. I mean, every I mean, I'm Friday present. At I mean, I'm present. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I have a face in the town. So, I mean, maybe that's it. I don't know. I'm, I show up and I. I mean, if you think about branding and marketing, you think of Heather Demis. I do. Thanks. <laughs> I think it closing. All right, so Lisa, what do you have this one thing you do for your customers? Yeah, well, yes, I think so. It's kind of different. Well, it's not different. It's just it's not a marketing thing. If if my good clients, the people who refer me business, call me, email me, text me, I'm spot like I'm immediate. I try to be to return responsive, yeah. And and yeah. help them I'm here because they're not always calling me to give me business. But they could be calling me to ask me a question to help their client, and I want to be that resource for my for my clients. I don't want to. I don't expect that every time they're calling me is a to give me business. Mm -hmm. I want to be there to help them with their business. And I'm if I see a call from if I see a call from Steve, I'm picking it up. And if I'm not picking it up, I'm texting him and telling him I'm on the phone. I'll call you back in 30 minutes. And that's what I do for the folks that are good to me. I have a lot of mm -hmm. people, thank, thankfully, that are very good to me, and I want to be that good, if not better, to them. That's that's my goal. 
I think presenting yourself as a resource to the people in your life mm -hmm. is a huge gift. I mean, I have done that from for year ever since I've been in business. Just even if you don't even know what you need, just call me. I'll help you. I know mm -hmm. people. I can get you in touch mm -hmm. with the right person. I've always been a connector and um, somebody that's willing to share my best sources, my my friends who are experts. I mean, I I mean, I people will call me for very odd reasons that have nothing to do with marketing. But a lot I'm of your so... day is spent referring people to <laughs> yeah, other because people because they know that's that I know do. people. Yeah. And, exactly. And absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and I'm happy to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it helps me get talking, and who knows what will come from it. it always brings back around. So do you have a saying you say to yourself when you get something's going wrong or you need some pep up talk? Do you have a saying? What's yours, Donna? Three. I, have a I actually two. have three. Okay. My first one is life is what you make it. Okay. And I truly, truly believe that. And I think that we're all sitting here because of that. Um, did y'all see that movie? Um, was Hillbilly this? Elegy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. At the end of the movie, they were like, you are where you're from, but who you become is up to you. I was like, boom. I mean, yeah. that was like, life is what you make it. I mean, every day. So when you're tackling a problem, that's what you say to yourself? Yeah. If I am... It's a mantra. Yes. Like even walking in tonight, I mean, life is what you make it. I mean, why wouldn't I do this? This is awesome. I got my girlfriends here. I'm talking to Steve Beecham. So Mine's a little different. I thought it was when you're tackling a problem or yeah. an issue. So yeah. I usually just, I'll say, just breathe. You're just, you're only human. I'll say we are not delivering babies. This is not a life or death situation. Like that's, that's mm. awesome. I say that mm. all the time. It I calms me down. Too. I'll say life is too short to get worked up over this. And I'll yeah. say. Um, Somebody's screaming at you on the phone and you printed something wrong. Right. I'll say, just do the right thing and you'll be able to sleep tonight. Just do the right mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And then I, I re do rely on the four-way test a lot. It does help that yeah. the rotary four-way test is, mm -hmm. it, if you just do yeah. the right thing, what yeah. else can you do? There's yeah. nothing else exactly. to do. Right. Now, like, can do. I mean, so let's say you're I only that. human. I think we've got three out of four that are Rotarians here oh, at the table. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we got one about to be one. So what do you <laughs> say? On Friday. What do you <laughs> say? To, oh. to, to pep yourself up to go forward. You have a little something like, I can do this, or I got to go get it, or do you have anything that kind of put the little saying that kind of peps you up to go go get it? Well, just recently, because maybe it's taken me a very long time to become confident. Yeah. <laughs> but like recently, I'm talking like in the past year or two, I'm like, I know what I'm talking about. Like, I, I don't have to second guess myself as much. I know what I'm doing. I've done literally any kind of transaction that I could have possibly have done over this amount of time. You finally believe and you I have finally believe in I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And and when someone's telling me that I don't know what I'm doing, I might think about it for a second and then I'm like, oh no. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you gotta have confidence and it took me a long time to get here. Yeah. I, I didn't have a confidence problem. <laughs> I mean, my whole life. I just haven't had a confidence problem. I just haven't. I mean, it's just... It, it, no, that's cool. And it, it's just... Um, yeah. I just... Just be you. Just do you. If they don't like it, that's yeah. their problem. All right. I don't so mean that in a Last question so we can wrap that's this up. But, you know, it's just like... I think I, I, mean, I think I wrote that in my notes. And I tell that to my you. kids. I mean, our, kid, you know, our kids, too. Just be you. Yeah. And if they don't... I mean, they're going to love you. Just don't try to be anything but just be real. You. Just be yeah, real, yeah. people. All right, last question. What's your life purpose? Why are you here? 
was easy for me. Was it easy for y'all? It, it wasn't, and then I then I got simplified and it got real easy. So Donna, what's your life? I have my children. I mean, my three children are my purpose. I, I mean, that's. I just have worked really hard to raise three solid, well-adjusted uh, young adults that own who they are and work hard. And hopefully, I have mentored them and given them an example to give back to their community and make a difference. Sweet. Heather? Mine is to be a positive, generous, creative, inspirational light to everybody. 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 everybody Family, friends, business, everything. I mean, whether whoever sent me here, that's what I was meant to do. To light them up. Yep. What do you think? You know, <clears throat> I like Donna's answer. <laughs> I like Oh, but I love answer. my kids. <laughs> I love my kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't forget that. <laughs> no, I just want to be kind and good to people. I want to help others. It's funny because for me, I come from a family where um, many of the females are like social workers and such. And so mm -hmm. I joke around and just say like, I'm a social worker that gets paid better, you know, because my job awesome. is to help Whoa. others. That's awesome. Whoa. I love that. You think that's bad? No, I love it. No, that's no. like I'm writing. I'm writing the damn, you know. I'm a social uh, worker that gets that's paid like, really well. That's, that's that's strong. That that's may strong be thing. one of the most profound things I've heard in a long time. Yeah, you got a quote book. Yeah. yeah, I know. I, it, Start one right now. I, it's up there on the wall over there. I've got all my stuff. Okay, so that's. That's a great way to end. So anyway, thank y'all for coming and and um, and uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. And so um, um, we'll get this out to everybody. And so thank you for uh, staying with us on a beach talk and uh, as we try to do some podcasts and break it up and put it out. So thank you. <laughs>